Oh, what a wonderful nap. How long was I out? Why, I feel rested, refreshed, and ready for another breathtaking 500-kilowatt-powered adventure of... Lil Miss Kate, Ward of the State. When we last left our titular tyke, she had just successfully brought joy to children across the land, and saved Christmas while she was at it. But will a mysterious letter addressed to former heavyweight champion of the world and current Lil Miss Kate personal tutor, Lucinda Sheraton, threaten to derail the two characters I've mentioned, plus Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell and Fiorella the Horse, from their quest to reach Vancouver, Canada and escape the Great White North? Great question! But first, hey kids, are you tired, hungry, cranky, nonplussed, excitable, thirsty, Sore, itchy, depressed, anxious, bored, hungry, irritable? Well, our friends at the Dubois Corporation are proud to present chemicals. These fantastic scientific wonders have been rigorously tested and proven to have effects on the human body. So no matter what ails you, there's a chemical compound that will do something. Dubois Corporation. Good science that's good for you. And now, the imaginary curtain rises as our players take the stage for another electrifying episode of Lil Miss Kate, Ward of the State. Yawn! Oh, what a wonderful nap! How long was I out? Why, I feel rested, refreshed, and ready for another breathtaking 500kW-powered adventure! <laughs> Say, what's the matter, Fiorello? You look like you've got your horseshoes in a cow pie. Huh? My personal tutor and former heavyweight champion of the world, Lucinda Sheridan, received a mysterious letter from a carrier owl? That's right, Catherine! Ah! Don't sneak up on me like that! Sorry! I've just been pacing back and forth ever since I received this letter! If it's what I think it is... But I can't confirm anything. This letter is written in bird! You can read that, right? You'd think, but no! It was the one class I failed at the American Academy of Radio Arts and Magics! If only we knew someone who spoke bird. That's it! Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell! Yes? Ah! Don't sneak up on me! But you asked for me. Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell, can you ask your little bird friend if they can translate this letter? Kate... I don't know what would ever make you think Bird Solomon would be able to read Bird. That would be quite an astonishing coincidence if you ask me. What's that BS? You can read Bird? Guess it's true what they say about people who assume. It makes a out of and. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, fascinating. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. The letter says. Dear former heavyweight champion of the world, Lucinda Sheraton, This is an official notice that you have been practicing magic without a license. Please return to the academy at your earliest convenience to complete Bird Phonics 401 or be prepared to give up all magical abilities for the rest of your life. Sincerely, the American Academy of Radio Arts and Magics. Phew! This is why I always called my former fiancé, Upper West Side Ingenue Patricia Rosenstein. Reading letters is exhausting! The A-A-R-A-M! They found me! Lucinda, is this true? It is. I can't keep this secret any longer. I, Lucinda Sheraton, am... the high school dropout! I was the model of a perfect student. 
straight A's, various extracurriculars, spotless wizard robes. But then I met her, Helen Mildred. You know, from episode eight. X's and flexes galore at the shore. You know the one. We did everything together. The foxtrot, the lindy hop, exhibition tango in the gaucho style under the influence of Rudolph Valentino. We even wore matching flapper-style kolache hats. But it wasn't all fancy footwork featuring form-fitting fashion. Our antics soon took a darker hue. Before I knew it, our pulp-flavored adventures were rounding the corner from childish pranks to criminal conspiracy. And so, I made the hardest decision I've ever had to make. I left Helen at the middle western border of the United States and made my own path, putting me on my destiny to become the heavyweight champion of the world and your personal tutor. Oh. Um... That's an incredible story, Lucinda. Uh, I didn't catch all the details, but I assume it was about you failing that class or something? Yes. Unfortunately, this means that I must leave your company. How can I be your personal tutor when I am myself a personal dropout? Though, either way, I will remain former heavyweight champion of the world. Count on that. But Lucinda, don't you see? It would be really, really, really annoying to know that all these years you've been trying to get me to do school stuff that you didn't have a leg to stand on. But how are we supposed to reach the AARAM campus? We're still stuck here in Canada, after all. And let's not forget that we're trying to get to the last open border crossing in Vancouver. Thanks for mentioning that. Kate, Lucinda, Fiorello! You'll never guess what I found! I got distracted while Lucinda was talking, after the wind knocked my favorite propeller cap beanie off my head, sending it flying off into the woods. I chased after it, tripping down a hill and rolling into a giant snowball until I finally stopped right at the wrought iron gates of the American Academy of Radio Arts and Magic's Canadian campus. You're right, Fiorello. That is convenient. If only things could be inconvenient for once. Sorry, Lucinda Sheraton, but our writers know what they're doing. Looks like it's back to school for our prodigious pugilist. And so our heroes step out into the frigid wilderness toward the American Academy of Radio Arts and Magic's Canadian campus. After tripping down a hill and rolling into a giant snowball, the team lands right at the wrought iron gates of the Magic Schoolhouse. Doof! Wow, this place looks exactly like I remembered. It's the splitting image of Grant's tomb in Morningside Heights. Don't be fooled, Catherine. In that building are some of the strongest sorcerers known to man, along with some of the lesser mages and shamans. Well, what are we waiting for? I went ahead and packed everyone a lunch. And Lucinda, I got you a shiny new book strap to tie around your textbooks. Let me see. Here. I got so startled by that owl that I dropped all these textbooks in the mud and I fell over right onto this dunce cap. Oh, some things never change, eh? Solomon, that's the guardian of the school! Wow, what's he saying? I have no idea. He's speaking bird with an owl accent. I never knew how much being a magic person relied on understanding bird. It's more than you'd think. I've consulted with bird, Solomon, and he said, the owl said that, and I quote, only Lucinda Sheraton may park their car in the yard. Did I get the accent right? 
That's right. Outsiders are forbidden from entering the Academy. I have to do this myself. That's all right. It'll give me and Kate a chance to have some quality girly guardian time. We could build a treehouse. Lucinda, you have to get me in there, please. You have to. The lunch bell. I've got to get in there before the tater tots are gone. See you in a semester. And so former heavyweight champion of the world, Lucinda Sheraton, trepidatiously tiptoes back in time, metaphorically for once, and enters the grounds of the AARAM Canada campus. After a quick check-in at the registrar and a routine metaphysical at the nurse, she enters the school's Grand Lyceum, where her fellow school chums are already hard at work eating their French dip sandwiches and slaw. You can do this, Lucinda. Sure, you never had anyone to sit with at lunch the last time you were a student. And sure, you were a bit of a social outcast. And yeah, you weren't doing yourself any favors with that embarrassing Evelyn Nesbitt haircut. But this time is going to be different. These young people look nice. Hello there, fellow students. Do you mind if I am seated at this table to consume my midday meal and discuss matters of academic affairs? Mike, who are you? Some sort of buttermilk-clinging vine? Yeah, like what makes a lemonade hotsy-totsy think they can hang out with us? Bethany, Jethany, like, stop bumping your gums. <laughs> so sorry. Aren't you that new student everyone's been buzzing about? The one that's a full-grown adult woman? That's right! I'm Lucinda Sheraton, middle-aged former heavyweight champion of the world. Do you all want to be school chums together? School chums? With an extra crock like you? <laughs> As if. Sorry, I forgot to mention that I'm really mean. No problem. I forgot to ask. I'll just go sit by myself. Lucinda, Lucinda, can you read me? What's this? My 2T, little Miss Kate, seems to be broadcasting directly into my skull. Not your skull, Lucinda Sheridan. I'm broadcasting to you through my patented two-way pocket watch radiogram. I discreetly placed a receiver in your ear right before you walked into the school. Anyway, you gotta help me, Lucinda. Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell is trying to build me a treehouse. If I have to hear him say, measure twice, cut once, one more time. Kate, that sounds truly awful, but I can't help you right now. I'm busy suffering the slings and arrows of these young butter and egg flies. The popular girls? Ugh, they're the worst. At least I assume so. I've never been to school. Or talk to anyone my age. They made me feel like I was back in school, but not back in school like I am right now, but back in school as a child. Let me help. I'm the most popular girl on the radio, ipso facto. I can tell you exactly what to say to get in those girls' good graces. Well, what do you know? The 2T has become the tutor. Huh? <laughs> Onward to popularity! Like... I thought we told you Beetle Bailey to skedaddle. Uh, uh... Repeat after me, Lucinda. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Beetle Bailey? Why don't you key numbers zip up? I'm gonna snap my cap if I hear any more gobbledygook from you SYTs. <gasps> We're so sorry, mistress. You are our new god. Bethany, Jethany, like... What have I said about declaring fealty to the new girl? Sorry, Annabelle. Like, you may have the cat's pajamas, 
But are you really popular girl material? Please! I'm a ducky shincracker who's togged to the bricks! Then why don't you, like, prove it? See that hooded figure over by the waffle maker? That's Vice Sorcerer McDougal. They're like a total fuddy-duddy and always telling us to, like, study and stuff? Why don't you take this cup of au jus from my French dim sandwich and pour it on her head? Why, that joke is utterly unpractical. No, Lucinda, this is your in. Popular people love doing cruel acts of unprompted aggression. Why do you think this show does so well in the ratings? 23% of households listening between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. as measured by the Cooperative Analysis of Broadcasting's Crossley rating system can't be wrong. Here I go! Ah! Why, I never! Who dares dump au jus on the robes of I, Vice Sorcerer McDougal, head disciplinarian of the American Academy of Radio Arts and Magics, Canadian campus, and the most powerful magic user in the provinces, minus Quebec and Prince Edward Island? Kate! Kate! What what do I say? Uh, check, please. Ah, it's you. Our new arrival from the Middle West. Let me remove my gravy-drenched robe so that I may hand down a demerit with my own eyes. (gasps) The Vice Sorcerer! There, there, there! Beautiful! That raven hair, those emerald eyes, that single mole on the left cheek. Why, I haven't felt this way about anyone since... Helen... Lucinda Sheraton, if you would stop that infernal interior monologue, you might be able to hear your punishment. So sorry, Vice Sorcerer. And may I say, your witch hat looks particularly pointy today. (laughs) Silence. I sentence you to a candlelit detention in my office, where we will privately discuss matters academic and personal. Just to be clear, is this a general detention, or is it a capital D detention, if you know what I mean? Just want to know if I'm reading any signals right. My office. One hour. Vice Sorcerer away! (coughs) Oh no! My first day of school and I'm already in love with the Vice Sorcerer! I guess some things never change. At least the popular girls saw me, right? Let's just turn counterclockwise and look in their general direction. They're gone! With nary a note saying if I'm click material, could this day get any worse? It can, and in fact, it will! Right now, as we wander wraith-like through the halls of the American Academy of Radio Arts and Magic's Canadian campus to Vice Sorcerer McDougal's North Tower office, the mysterious magistrate enters through a passage behind the statue of a large gremlin and proceeds to do what we all do when we're alone, mutter their secrets to nobody in particular. So, my nefarious plan begins to bear fruit. Former heavyweight champion of the world, Lucinda Sheraton, has taken the bait and arrived at this arcane academy, none the wiser that she has become ensnared in the ever-evolving, completely understandable schemes of... Helen Mildred! Gentleman Thief, Warlock, number six on the League of Nations Gotta Get em list, and Lucinda Sheraton's former lover. Oh, Lucinda, how I hate you. 
and how I love you, and how I hate you, and how I love you, and how I hate you, and how I love you. Oh, it's a shame we must be enemies. But you had to go and become an agent of the law. That same law that prevents me from reaching my ultimate goal of being nefarious. But this time I've got you right where I want you. You can't traipse through the Great White North with the legendary MacGuffin file without a few little birdies catching wind. Not that you would know. After all, you flunked Bird at the Academy. After I left you holding the bag during our big boys' dormitory underwear heist in sixth year. After disguising myself as Vice Sorcerer McDougal, I lured you here to finish your degree. But it will be me walking out of here with a piece of paper, the MacGuffin file, which I'll sell to the highest bidder. Now that's nefarious. There she is now. Let me just dramatically put my cloak on, disguising my identity. Enter. By Sorcerer McDougal! I apologize for being early. I can go back and pace outside your office for ten minutes if you'd like. No problem at all, Lucinda, was it? <laughs> Why don't you have a seat in the velvet love seat across from my desk? I'm sure we can find some way to entertain ourselves. Sure! I mean... I'd love to. I mean, uh, okay. So, uh, vice sorcerer, I didn't mean to cause such an incident in the dining hall. I was just trying to impress the popular girls and I didn't realize how beautiful you are. I mean, how you are an authority figure at the school. I'm an adult. Perhaps there is some way that you could make it up to me. Um, 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 um. I have to go to the bathroom, okay? Bye. Catherine! Catherine! Catherine, are you there? I need your help. Lucinda! Hey! It's me, Solomon! Solomon Russell, the deputy mayor of New York and Little Miss Kate's personal guardian! (laughs) How the heck are ya? In the books? Why, I remember my school chum days at Yale Junior. Solomon, you dolt! Where's Catherine? I need your help to navigate a very specific social situation in which I need to say the exact right thing and don't want to embarrass myself. Well, it's a long story. Did she tell you about that treehouse we built together? It came out perfect. Unfortunately, the tree I picked out happened to be the guardian of the forest, and now we're fighting for our lives against nature itself. It's just like me and my dad. (laughs) Can she take a break from defying the forces of nature to tell me what to say to Vice Sorcerer McDougal? I think I'm on a date. Let me see if I can get her. Honey, it's your personal tutor, Lucinda Sheraton. She says she needs help with her adult love life. Sorry, Lucinda. Kate is busy tapping into the Tiger Force at the end of all things in order to defeat Grandfather Pinecone. But I could give you a hand. Solomon, I appreciate it. But your love life is colder than the polar ice caps, and I don't see those melting anytime soon. Please. Would someone who doesn't know how to talk to women have recently had their engagement of many years called off after their partner revealed they never loved them? Yes. Oh, come on, Lucinda. A pretty please. A pretty pretty please. Oh, pretty 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 please. Fine. But only because if I don't get back to the vice sorcerer's office soon, she's going to get very suspicious. Suspicious of me. <laughs> well, what do you know? The tutee has become the tutor. Uh-huh. 
Anyway, I'm opening the office door again. Now. Plan will truly begin to bear fruit, as I stated in this monologue. Uh, I mean... <clears throat> Miss Sheraton, welcome back. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Repeat after me, Lucinda. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Vice Sorcerer McDougal, you look absolutely ravishing today. Is that a new cloak? Oh, it is. I just bought it at the costume shop outside of town. I'd say it looks quite nice, wouldn't you agree? I'll have the soup du jour, the fruity de mar, and the creme brulee, s'il vous plaît. Excuse me? Uh, I, I mean, I'll have a scotch. Neat. And can you get me a new basket of bread? This is absolutely delicious. Ms. Sheraton, really? Do you think now is the time to be joking around? My name is Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell. I'd love to give you an autograph here in this restaurant. Oh, that's it! Clearly you have no respect for the office of Vice Sorcerer. And I have no choice but to expel you, and not go on a date with you now that the relationship is less problematic. No! You can't! I won't be able to use my powers and we won't get the chance to get to know each other a little better. Hmm... I might be willing to let your misdemeanors slide this once, if you hand over everything in your possession. <gasps> but that would mean giving up the MacGuffin file. If I don't get that to the feds at the U.S. consulate in Vancouver, who knows what will happen? And if I am able to get it to them, who knows what will happen? Ms. Sheraton, I'm waiting. Fine. Here's a smoke bomb, three firecrackers, two Chinese finger traps, a whoopee cushion, and the MacGuffin file. That's everything in my possession. Thank you for your cooperation, my dear. <laughs> I mean... That will be all. Thanks a lot, Solomon! You were supposed to tell me how to sweet-talk the Vice Sorcerer, not repeat your dinner order! What do you mean? I just said exactly what I say to all my dates. The autograph always seals the deal, if you know what I mean. I guess there's nothing left to do but go back to my dorm and do my homework. Like, what's buzzin', cousin? Annabelle Montclair! And your airheaded hangers-on, Bethany and Jeffany. It's your fault I'm in this situation in the first place! Oh, don't be such an anchor clanker. That prank was such a gaff. Slang word. In fact, we think you're so aces that we want you to perform in our Carolina Shag performance tonight at the Big School Talent Show. Well... I really should be laying low now. After all, now that I've lost a valuable piece of government intelligence, I'm on the run from the men in black. You would be, like, so popular if you performed with us. And so Lucinda Sheraton follows in the steps of such famous American traders like John Wilkes Booth and Eugene O'Neill and attempts to escape the long arm of the law by taking to the stage. Time flies after six hours of back-breaking rehearsal, and soon the audience sits in anticipation for the rise of that grand marker of show business, the curtain. Backstage, Lucinda and the Hopping Lindys put the finishing touches on their performance. Lucinda, how many times do I have to, like, tell you? It's forward left, together right, back left, back right, shift left, shift right, back left, shift right. 
not forward left, together right, back left, back right, shift left, shift right, back left, shift left. (sighs) Why don't we take five to compose ourselves and come back for like five more run-throughs before the show? Thank Thank you, five. Well, Lucinda, here you are. A failure at speaking bird, a failure at covert espionage, and now a failure at dancing. Maybe I should just take off before I just embarrass myself. Huh? There's already someone monologuing here in the alleyway behind the school performing arts center slash gymnasium. I thought I booked it for the night. Seems like I've been monologuing for hours about how everything's gone according to plan, because it has. I, Helen Mildred, have successfully stolen the MacGuffin file from my one true love, her none the wiser that I'm going to sell it on the black market. Who knows what those mysterious figures will do with the information? Information that could bring about the downfall of large institutions, or perhaps be the location to a large sum of money. Just as soon as I adjudicate the school talent show, of course. Otherwise, people might get suspicious and they might discover that I, Helen Mildred, disguise themselves as the vice sorcerer of this school in order to steal the MacGuffin file. Gasp! Could it be? Vice Sorcerer McDougal is actually my former love and current rival, Helen Mildred! This explains why I found myself so attracted to her and why it wasn't creepy. But as much as I'd like to grab a coffee and catch up, I can't let the MacGuffin file and its very interesting contents fall into her perfectly manicured hands! I have to stop her! The show is about to start! Looks like it's going to be a showstopper. What? Nothing! Attention, please! Take your seats for one of the most exciting climaxes ever written! Will Lucinda triumph over the forces of love? It all comes down to this! Come on, Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell! Didn't you hear the announcer? The show is about to start! Ah, there's nothing better after a long day's work than kicking back in your private box seats at the Performing Arts Center slash Gymnasium! What work? I was the one who brokered the peace between Grandfather Pinecone and the House of Flesh Resentatives. Sorry, Kate, I didn't hear you. I'm too busy trying to unwrap this little piece of hard candy. Thank you, everyone. Please be seated. Webster's Dictionary defines a talent show as a show consisting of a series of individual performances, such as singing, by amateurs who may be selected for special recognition as performing talent. I think you'll agree with me that the students in this show will perform in the amateur individual performances. First up, Dewey Cornelius and his ventriloquist dummy, which is not very impressive because we can do magic. (laughs) Stop the show! (gasps) Lucinda! Uh, I I mean, Lucinda, a student at this school. I may be a student at this school, but you, Vice Sorcerer McDougal, are not of this school at all! Though I have no physical evidence, I can now confidently reveal that this woman is an imposter! (gasps) Drat! I've been revealed. Though there is no reason for anyone to believe it, you, Lucinda Sheraton, have revealed my true identity. But you can forget about reclaiming the MacGuffin file. Magic fight! 
the gymatorium erupts with the sights, sounds, and odors of the fiercest magical combat this side of the Middle West. Lucinda's magical missiles ricochet off of the two assassin daggers previously concealed in Helen Mildred's hair. Helen cuts the rope holding up the very expensive sheer scrim and rides it up to the catwalk, Lucinda following behind after summoning a nimbus cloud. The battle intensifies. Though no quarter is asked, none is given. Yeah! Yeah! Forgetful Pegasusan! PK Fire! Fire sail! Ah! Helen! Stop! We can work this out together! Never! I'll always love you, but I love being nefarious more. And this file is my one way ticket to Easy Street. I know that's not true. I know you better than I know myself. And the Helen I know didn't care about being nefarious as long as we were together, except for at the end when he decided that wasn't true. You've defeated me. The MacGuffin file is yours. And you're right. I'm not in this for the nefarity. The people who want this file, I'm trying to keep it out of their mysterious hands. If they get it, who knows what's going to happen. You're saying if I hand this file, the contents of which are very unspecifically important, to my shadowy superiors who I don't know, they're going to do something unspeakable with it? That's what I love about you, Lucy. That sharp mind. Smoke bomb! Wow, Lucinda. That was an incredible action set piece. Bravo! Bravo! If you thought that was incredible, just wait until you see the dance number I'm about to perform. Annabelle, Bethany, Jethany, come on out! Wait a second. These weren't teenage girls at all. They were just a bunch of balloon animals. And this whole school was just a set the whole time? Then I guess this whole thing was just a trap by Helen to get the MacGuffin file. That's correct. Love you. Kisses. Lucinda, even though this entire detour was all a waste of time when we're under extreme pressure to get out of Canada and back home to New York, which is of course my stated goal, I'm glad you learned a little something about yourself or something. I couldn't really pay attention because someone was crinkling a piece of candy during the whole show. That butterscotch flavor can't be beat. Thank you both. Not just for actively ignoring the secrets of my past and present that I must keep hidden from those I love, but for believing in me. It doesn't matter if I can speak bird. It matters that we're together. So, Lucinda, now that you dropped out of school again, does that mean I don't have to go to class anymore? We'll see! (laughs) 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 Catherine! She's been lassoed! (laughs) 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 (laughs)
just when things seem to be getting back on track, Little Miss Kate has been kidnapped by a cavalcade of Canadian cowboys. I'll tell you this, the only way to find out what happens next is to send a self-addressed stamped envelope to the future, when there's another fantastic episode of Little Miss Kate, Ward of the State. Coming up next, the Catholic Variety Hour with Pope Pius XII. But first, three hours of farm information. The root vegetables are beginning to be a problem. Lomas Kate, Ward of the State, is written and created by Seth Finkelstein and Teddy Dinner. Mixed and produced by Liam Sr. Featuring the vocal talents of Lizzie Fury, Josh Nasser, Anna Rock, Sarah Beck, Lex Waters, Jessica Lee, Seth Finkelstein, and Teddy Dinner. Our artwork is by Roxy B. You can find her work at at Big Huge Frog. Like what you hear? Leave us a tip at ko-fi.com slash lilmisskate. Check us out on social media at lilmisskatepod, or just search lilmisskate ward of the state on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Thanks so much for listening.